people tend to like think about like the technical stuff, like the equipment, the tools, you know, what host should I use? What mic do I need? That kind of stuff. But um, I think like the big thing about podcasting is like, yes, the tools are important, but like, that's not the main thing. It's mainly like about mindset because a lot of people do start their podcasts and they don't have a plan and they're like, but no one's listening. And it's like, okay, but do your podcast episodes make sense with your business? And they're like, not really. Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. Hey, Jenny, welcome to Monetizing Entrepreneur Summit. I'm so happy you are here. So I know you're going to talk to us about how to have a profitable podcast in 2023. Can you tell us a little bit about you and then mm-hmm. get into the interview? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Jenny. I've been in the podcast space since 2018 when I first started my own podcast. Um, and I really fell in love with it so much that I pivoted my business from being a social media manager to podcast management services. So I've been doing that since uh, 2018, fully pivoted in 2019 and haven't looked back, grew a team of eight people and not including myself. And we have full service podcast management and production services that we offer our clients. Wonderful. What is like the number one question that you guys get? About podcasting? Oh God, yeah. there's there's a lot. Um, a lot of people like people tend to like think about like the technical stuff, like the equipment, the tools, you know, what host should I use? What mic do I need? That kind of stuff. But um, I think like the big thing about podcasting is like, yes, the tools are important, but like, that's not the main thing. It's mainly like about mindset because a lot of people don't think about that. They're just like, oh, what like tactical things do I need? But it's like, it's more than just those tactical tools, which are very important because you don't want to have like no microphone or any like equipment, but you also want to go into it with like a a certain mindset and you don't want to go into it like um, with no plan in mind, because a lot of people do start their podcast and they don't have a plan and they're like, but no one's listening. And it's like, okay, but do your podcast episodes make sense with your business? And they're like, not really. So it, you know, it all kind of needs to tie together in some way. What do you think makes a profitable podcast? I would say having a plan in mind, like I just said, um, tying your content back to your marketing. So like if you are, let's say you're a social media manager and you have a podcast, about social media, you want to make that make sense, right? You don't want to be a social media manager with a podcast about like brand design or something or something like random and out there. So um, making sure your content makes sense with what you're talking about in your business so you can easily tie them back together. So it's not like completely out of left field and, you know, listening to your audience's feedback, because that's really important to know what they want to hear. It's not all about you, even though it is your show, you want to like what you're talking about, but you also want to take their feedback into consideration because without them, you don't have a podcast. So those are some, some big things that people need to consider first. Amen. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, how would someone go about in like monetizing their podcast? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to monetization, a lot of people think they're going to start their podcast and then like the next day have like some sponsors and stuff like like that. And that's not really the case. Um, But the first thing is really just like, I think before you even think about bringing on sponsors or monetization or anything like that, you really need to 
work on the content, make sure the content is resonating, make sure the content is, you know, hitting with your audience and start growing, right? So you want to make sure that you are, you're not going to start monetizing, at least with like sponsorships and things like that until you have that audience base. However, you can monetize your show from day one with self-hosted ads. And that is actually one of my favorite ways to like recommend to business owners because we all have products or services that we sell, right? So talking about them in our episodes makes the most sense. It's going to be the most lucrative in the long term because it's not just like an affiliate commission. It's not just like, oh, I get, you know, 30, 40, $50 to read about this ad or this product on my episodes. Um, so self-hosted ads is my number one way. It's my favorite way. And I think it's the best way for business podcasts. Um, but there's host red ads, which is like a, a traditional sponsorship where you hear them talking about like HelloFresh or purple mattress or something like that. And a lot of people like think that's really like, they're like, okay, that's the be all end all of monetization. And it's not, but it's one of those things that people think is like, like I said, the be all end all, but it's also, they think that people are making millions off of those ads and to make the big ball dollars with ads, like those kinds of ads, you need to have a really great following and really good downloads. And most people don't ever get enough downloads to actually have those kinds of ads where it makes sense. Um, the average cost per like ad segment you is usually around uh, $25 per thousand downloads per episode. And most of the people that are business owners and probably watching this and thinking about having a podcast or already have a podcast aren't getting a thousand downloads per episode unless they have like a massive audience, just because that's not, you know, business podcasts are great, but like people aren't listening to them. Like they are true crime and like things like that, unless you're like one of the top dogs in the space. So um, I just wanted to kind of bring that up because like $25 per thousand downloads is like nothing. Like I'd rather sell my own products and services than do that. Um, but you can also monetize by like creating merch for your show if you wanted to. So like, you know, mugs and shirts and all kinds of stuff. Um, affiliate links, like I mentioned, you can do like, you're not technically like sponsored by them, but you're talking about them. And, you know, if someone purchases, then you get a kickback, um, which is always you know, easy to throw in because most of the time for affiliate programs, you don't really have to have like meet too many requirements to apply. Um, you don't need to be like, you know, a certain download threshold or anything. Um, you can also do like a Patreon or subscription model where people pay and they get additional content that can be audio content, video content, additional perks. Um, and then also like some sponsorships also can be like social media based too. So you talk about them on your podcast, but you also do some like other social media things for them or emails and things like that to kind of tie it all together. So those are kind of the different ways to monetize your podcast. But I think the best way for business owners is definitely via self-hosted ads because you're selling your own products and services and not making money for all these other people. I hear good things about like affiliate marketing, you know? So would you say like, that's also a good route? When I would say that is a good route because it's really like passive and easy and you don't really have to put too much like effort into it. If you wanted to, you could just like pop the affiliate link in your show description or on the show notes page on your website. Um, or even you can talk about it in like organically, like for example, like I'm an affiliate for convert kit. If I'm talking about like email marketing for podcasters on my podcast, I can say, I highly recommend convert kit. If you want to check out convert kit, go here, here's my link kind of thing. So you can definitely do that. Um, and it's a lot more organic than these like paid for host red ads. 
Yeah, especially I didn't know that it was like $25 per thousand. Right? That's like nothing. That's nothing. (laughs) Like, it's like you're selling your soul for like 25 bucks, which is like, no, I'm good. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. That's. (laughs) But I haven't monetized in the sense of like, I do talk about my products and I do Mm -hmm. like in the show notes, if I have an affiliate link, I would put that there. But I haven't monetized in the whole sponsor part, you know? Yeah. honestly like it's not worth it for a majority of people like listening to this um I would say like if you were in like the true crime space or like even just like any of those like hobbier hobbyish podcasts that get really high downloads those do really great with those kinds of sponsorships but business podcast unless you're like an Amy Porterfield or like one of those bigger people not really worth it okay yeah yeah okay what what tools do you recommend in using in your podcast yeah so the, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say like a couple tools that you need. So obviously you need a microphone, right? Um, you don't need like a $300 microphone. Um, and you also shouldn't get the Yeti. If you have a Yeti, that's fine. You can make it work, but it's pretty, but it's just not the best microphone unless you're in like a studio environment. Cause it's really echoey. That's what I started out with before I knew anything about podcasting and quickly got rid of it because I was like, why does my recording sound so echoey? And, um, I switched it out for, this mic, which is called the Q2U, uh, Samson Q2U. And I want to say my bundle that I got on Amazon is like, say it's like 99 bucks. And it came with the mic, the stand, headphones, and like a pop filter situation. So really great mic. I think I got it in, I want to say like 2019, 2020. And here we are in 2023 and I'm still using it and still love it. Um, and it's not going to break the bank. So you obviously need a mic, you need headphones. Literally I'm wearing Apple earbuds right now. You don't need anything fancy, but, um, headphones help kind of block out any additional noise. You need a podcast host. So this is going to syndicate your episodes to Apple, Spotify, all the places. My favorite is Buzzsprout. It is $12 a month which is a little on one of the more expensive end for podcast hosts, but um, Libsyn is also good. They have a $5 a month plan. Uh, I just prefer Buzzsprout these days. And then obviously they have Anchor, which is like free, um, but I just I don't like, I don't really like free tools when it comes to like something like that. Cause there's always some kind of condition. I feel like when you're having a free tool for something like that. So um, so that's, you also need a host. And then if you're having guests on your show, I would say you definitely need a scheduler and most of us probably already have that in our business. So like an acuity or a Calendly or like the auto scheduling links. Um, most of us already have that. So you can make like a podcast specific link and use it to book guests so that you're not like, Hey, what time are you free? Oh, I'm free this time. You know, that's pain in the butt to do. And then I would also say, um, a content calendar is really important because you want to be able to plan out your episodes and know when everything's going live and, you know, have your guest information. Um, I also use, so I use Airtable for my content calendar, um, but I also have like a form for guest management on there. So the guest fills it out and then we have all their information, we have their email, their headshot, their bio, um, all that stuff. So that's really important if you have guests to collect all that information. So yet again, you're not like, hey, can I have your headshot and bio? Like, you know, and having a million separate email threads. Um, so that would be like the main tools I think you need. Also like, you know, a project management tool, but you likely already have that in your business um, because there's just a lot of moving parts. If you're managing your own podcast to keep up with that people don't think about, they just think they need to outline and record and then call it a day. 
is a lot. It's a lot more than that. You have to edit and create graphics and write show notes, write episode descriptions, think of like keywords and all kinds of different things um, that you just don't think about until you're actually actively in the process. So having a project management tool with like a template in there for each episode is really, really useful. Uh, Yeah, that's the main things that you need. I mean, there's definitely things that you like could use, but those are like things I think you definitely need. Yeah. Like when you're first starting out, like getting mm-hmm. foot in the door. Right. Yeah. Cause we use ClickUp, but I didn't yep. start ClickUp. I started in Trello. Yeah. Yeah. We use ClickUp too. And then it makes the world of a difference to have everything all, all mapped out. And we usually just click like the duplicate button and then the new episode, you know, follow all those steps. Cause you know, if you, even if you have done it for years, it's easy to forget some steps. So having that all mapped out makes it super easy. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. That's wonderful. And let's go into, um, what equipment that, so we've talked about the equipment and you Mm -hmm. talked about the mic. So that's like, um, physical equipment, right. And then, cause I actually used just my computer sometimes because like I tried, I did get the fancy Yeti too. (laughs) And I, but I started with the audio tech the audio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's actually pretty good and it was yeah no $79 yeah that one's that one's a good one and not too expensive for sure and, it, and the sound quality is amazing mm-hmm. I have it somewhere in my attic but I just have not been able to like <laughs> dig in because we just moved into this house but you know but for me sometimes it's like hey let's just get it done um because life can be a little bit of go 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 especially when we have kids right um, like, you know today we're my husband about to take my my boys to baseball they have karate now they have karate and baseball karate and baseball like all intermingled so yeah you know <laughs> non-stop something's going on okay so we talked about that and we talked about how we can monetize and I really loved your ideas that you said like hey talk about your own own products and services and that is something like at the end I usually talk about like a product that I have on the shop mm-hmm. link to my shop page and then things like that so I absolutely love that now I want to go into like the power of private podcasting that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. new to me mm-hmm. kind of like what it's like a patreon or yeah yeah so the difference really between public and private is the public obviously anyone can find it at any time they can listen um they at their leisure it's you know available on any podcast app um and then a private podcast so it can be multiple different things so it could be like you said like a subscription model it could also be like a lead magnet or something so i've been seeing a lot of people and myself included have been using it as like a way to um you know like a pre-sell for a program so last november i launched a program for podcast agency owners and i used a private podcast to do that we had seven episodes um plus like a welcome and each episode kind of was like pre-steps to qualify them for the um, program. And then people, once it was done, I I just said like the link on the last episode, like how you can continue like, you know, a scaling your agency. It was just like scaling your agency series is what I called it. Um, and I just like had the link to my checkout page there. Obviously, I sent a couple emails about it. And people will purchase directly from the private podcast because they got to dive in deep with me before even you know, didn't really need like a full on sales page. It was really, really cool. Um, so you can do it as like that kind of opt-in or you can do it as like a literal, like kind of like an email opt-in. So like you have a private podcast, you know, covering like a couple 
topics, a couple small topics, and people can listen and then, you know, decide if they want to work with you or, you know, it could be a precursor to like a bigger product or something like I just talked about. Um, or you could do it like another way is for me, for all of my um, programs and memberships, I have a private podcast feed associated with that. So they pay for the membership, but that's included because I know a lot of or everyone here should be a mom or a mom to be. Um, we are busy. So audio is super easy compared to sitting down, logging into a portal and watching a video. So all of my stuff, um, if people purchase, they get access to this private audio feed as well. And it basically just uploads directly into Apple. They just have to, um, they get sent a link whenever they purchase something from me. And, um, they, there's like a QR code on your screen. If you're on your computer, you just take your phone, use the QR code, and then it will take you, if you want to do it, Google Podcast, Apple, or Spotify. Um, Spotify is a little finicky sometimes because it's like, I don't know, for some reason it just doesn't work as well, I found, but Apple and uh, Google Podcasts work really well. And this allows your um, people to consume your courses on the go instead of having to log into the portal. So it's really great for moms for sure. Wow, that's incredible. Can you walk us through like how to even set that up? Like, do you go into Apple to set something up like that? And so you have to have a host for that too. So there's a there's public pro, uh, podcast hosts like Libsyn and Buzzsprout. Those two currently, I know Libsyn has like private podcast features, but it's for like, you have to pay like a, a lot of money for that. Um, the tool that I like to use for private podcasting is called Hello Audio. It's helloaudio.fm. That's their website. I've been using them for about a year now. Um, but when I first set up a private podcast back in 2020, that wasn't an option. So I had to use something called Captivate. Captivate's also a podcast host, but they do private and public. And that was like the cheapest option that I could find. And I really liked Captivate as well. But Hello Audio is just mainly known for their private podcast. They do have public feeds um, as well, but I don't use the public feed. I use them just for private. Um, so Hello Audio is really great for that. You can, um, I'm on the plan that you can create unlimited feeds. Maybe it's not unlimited, but it's like a really high number that I'm never going to like um, exceed. So, um, but they have a plan that's like one, they have a plan that's three, and then they have the plan that I'm on, which is like, I don't know if it's unlimited or like a thousand, it might be like a thousand feeds, which I don't think I'll ever need that many. Um, but yeah, so you really would just upload it like a regular podcast. And then the only difference is it would just be kind of either behind a paywall or an opt-in. So that's the main difference between private and public is you get more data because with public podcasts, they're really great for accessibility because more people can randomly stumble upon it. However, you don't really know who's listening, right? You can see the number, but you don't, you can't see like, oh, Jenny in Ohio is listening or Linda in Texas is listening. You can't really see that information. You're just kind of like, great, we have 50 listeners. Who the heck are they? Um, so with a private podcast, you actually can see everyone who had signed up, like their email address. Um, you can see like their listener score, which is like, you know, how many episodes they download and listen to, and you can see who your most engaged people are. So it's really, a really great way to kind of see who is listening versus like the public feed, which is like, it's great because you have a, a bigger reach. However, it's not as much information that you can see um, at the end of the day. So yeah, no, this is all amazing. So I did, I love AppSumo. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I did invest in is something called SoundWise. Have you heard of it? I haven't, but I feel like most of their stuff is like stuff I've never heard of, which is kind of fun, but, um, yeah, it, is it, does it have private podcasting on it? 
it has audio that you can have it that people pay for it and it has like a course it delivers it to mm, mm-hmm. your audience like a course I haven't really like dug Doubt, dove it. into it yeah yeah but it's something definitely I was like I knew this was like this is going to be future of something you could also do it for the summit like yeah, that's yeah. something I include <laughs> in all of my summits too um we have a private podcast feed um last time I tested it I did a like it free. So, but it would expire. So we usually for my sentence, we do 24 hours. So I do free, um, for that 24 hours. And then I would expire, but I would like make the episode private. So they couldn't listen to it, um, anymore. Um, but then people who upgraded would get full access for a year. So you can use it for summits. You can use it for your courses. You can use it for opt-ins. Um, it's just a really fun option and people are really loving it and making really great like easy buying decisions with it because it's it's more intimate than just like sending someone to a sales page. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can still have a sales page, but it just kind of gives people a better connection and they're not just reading words on a page. They're actually hearing you articulate like, you know, what you have to say. So yeah, it's, it's almost just like video, but with yeah. voice, right? Yeah, exactly. And people can take it on a walk or when they're doing the dishes, whereas like you can't really do that with video. So yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually give, when I set up the sound wise and we have the replays, I'm going to go ahead and set up the VIP, our VIPers to be able to listen to yeah. this podcast on a big, because yeah, <laughs> that's what sun, um, sound wise allows you to do. I don't know if Absumo still has, because I got the lifetime deal on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they mm-hmm. still have have it. So I was like, I love lifetime deals. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lifetime deal to heartbeat from AppSumo and it's really, it's really nice to not have to pay for something again. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I mean, I think like AppSumo, if you are an entrepreneur, especially a mompreneur and you want to like be as lean as possible, definitely get on the mailing list for AppSumo. Go they, have, they have deals all the time. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. And you get lifetime, like pay summit, that we are hosting mm. our, is actually an AppSumo deal. Mm, okay. That we got. So I paid one time their lifetime. Right. And, and we put this summit together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you know, but those I lifetime deals are great. Like years ago, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, this sounds like something I would do in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be dangerous though. If you're not careful, you're like, oh my gosh, I just bought all these. Lifetime deals. Yeah. You gotta be strategic. You gotta definitely yeah. be strategic and like kind of see where the market is at and what you would like you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure. Let, let, I feel like we're getting off track. <laughs> Back to the private podcasting, because I feel like that is another way that we can definitely monetize our our podcast, right? The audio and the content that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's like another revenue income stream. And I love what you said, that you can just have it, you know, have a series that points to your offer. That's, that's brilliant. Like Mm -hmm. it converts really well too. Like I know, I want to say like, I only had like 30 people sign up because it was so niche, like for the podcast, it was like, okay, not every podcast manager wants to scale to an agency. Like that's such a specific subset of people. Um, but it converted super well. I want to say like, not all 30 of those people listened to every episode either, but like of, of the people who did, most of them ended up upgrading to my offer the ones who actually went through like almost every episode were the ones who ended up uh, upgrading. So the success rate just is much better. Um, and then also like, if you're thinking about like your courses, if you go and look at your course completion rate, 
you might be like, whoa, this is like not much. Like, because people are like, people like to buy courses and then never log in or some people will work through them. But like, there's, there's a lot of times where people's courses just like go to die on their computer and they never look at it again. So like that helps with your course completion rates too, because people can listen and um, they don't have to worry about like having to log in on the computer and like look at it and sit down and watch videos. They can just listen to it. Um, and that's helped me complete so many courses as a mom too. Yeah. I remember when I was like, um, very, very, like my kids were very, very young. Like I had like two in diapers, a newborn and I was like, <laughs> and I bought a course and I went, I was like, I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> I went out the house <laughs> and I got myself like some Chinese food and I sat in the parking lot. I was eating Chinese food, listening to the course, like playing it while listening. Cause, you know, I, I wanted to see the, all the dialogue, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't, you know? So I was just, mm-hmm. I couldn't go on the computer. Everyone, you know, needed my attention. Right. I was, <laughs> I was eating some lo mein, <laughs> just binging the course. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, did. it just, it helps so much for that accessibility feature because like, especially with your audience, everyone's a mom everyone's busy either if you have a newborn or if you have an 18 year old you have different needs for your children we're all busy so even people who aren't moms can benefit from it too I mean even before I had kids I was I was a podcast person and it was so much easier to just listen to a bunch of podcast episodes than it was to like log in on a course and like go through each lesson that way so I I recommend it to everyone that is like has a course like just add a private podcast feed like it doesn't hurt like you don't have to do anything different you literally just turn your your video content into audio as long as it's like the slides aren't necessary because most of the time slides are pretty just supplemental they're not like you need to have it to learn right so um it's just a really great way and then like a lot of people like I mean now if I don't see someone offering a podcast feed like depending on what the product is I'm not always going to sign up for it I'm like oh I don't really need this (laughs) so it can change people that way too so if mm-hmm. like, let's say, so you're looking at a business owner or someone that, you know, that you want to kind of like invest in or like, oh, it looks interesting. If they don't have a podcast, you're like, you're out of there. I'm with the course, right? I like it with the course because I know myself and I'm not going to log into a course unless it's like really, really, really something I need to learn right this moment. But if it's something I'm buying and I'm like, this is kind of cool, but like, you know, I probably won't look at it. I'm just buying it because I don't want it. The, I don't want like the deal to go away then yeah, it really helps me consume it better if I have that private podcast feed because I'm like always listening to podcasts no matter what I'm doing, um, you know, in the car, on walks, uh, while I'm doing chores and stuff. So it just, it kind of motivates me to go through the content if it has that included. If not, then I'm like, okay, see you in like a year when I really, really need this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what's important, like gamifying, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Like I know that Member Vault offers like yeah. buying options, and it com- and it goes with ConvertKit, and that's why I've mm-hmm. decided to stick with Member Vault because I have Thrivecart and Member Vault. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about monetizing, so I'm bringing it in here. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I tested both. I tested just having Member Vault, and I tested just having Thrivecart, and I saw more conversions on Member Vault and more retention than I did on Thrivecart. Hmm. Yeah, people people like the gamification aspect of it. So I think I think Thrivecart will eventually step it up with their gamification. They have a little bit, but it's not anything crazy. But the the podcast feed is really cool. The private one is because you can you can I think you can kind of do some similar stuff. Like, you know, if you saw someone listen to all the episodes in the series, you could like give them like more bonus content or something. 
Or no, like- I love this. I love like having that secret, like, ooh, private podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it. it's a great opt-in because yeah, you get to see who is actually out there. It's not just a guessing game anymore. Because, you know, if you're sitting there waiting for people to tell you, oh my God, I love your show so much. Like it might be years because I've literally, I've had my podcast for like five years now and to the, I still get people oh my god I've been listening for like three years I'm like why are you just now telling me like hello you could have told me like a year ago <laughs> it's oh, just I, like, I get the same thing with my emails like I've been following you and this email hit me I'm like thank you I mean I love yeah. it absolutely yeah it. no it, it feels great when people tell you that yeah. but you're like wait why didn't you speak up sooner <laughs> So this allows you to get kind of in front of that. So you can see, okay, this person is here. This person's really engaged. They listen to a bunch of episodes in this series, like where, you know, they're really going through their course really quickly. Um, So it kind of just allows you to get to know people deeper and not just see a number and say, oh, great. You know, I had 60 listeners, but I don't know who they are. I know we're going to get a lot of questions. And if you have any questions for Jenny, please put it in the queue. We did send out a form for hot seats. Jenny, are you going to join us for any of the networking that we're going to be having? Because we have some coming up. We have one today, which is the 8th. You know, I know we're pre-recording this, but we have one, which is on the 8th at um, (laughs) 2.45 to 4 p.m., girl. And then we have another one on the 9th within the same time frame are you going to meet us in one of those I, I can definitely I can definitely try I'm not like 100% what my schedule is right now but I can definitely try because I, I love I love a good networking event so um I can definitely try but if not I'm always open on Instagram or email for questions I'm yep, and, we'll, and I will forward Jenny your questions and um so if you fill out the form um I'm gonna drop it in the chat you know, if, you know, whatever question you may have, just fill out that form and I will forward it to Jenny. And I'm sure Jenny would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Jenny. Yeah. Thanks for having me. What are your VI, what is your VIP offer and your freebie girl? My gift for you guys today is I, I'm offering the podcast launch toolkit it is a mini course. It'll help you go from A to Z to get your podcast launch. We have some tutorials, walkthroughs, some templates, different kinds of things. Um, we even go over like kind of figuring out your audience for your podcast and all that stuff. We kind of go into like the beginning pre-work. Um, and then, you know, all the steps that you need to actually get it out into the world. There's a like launch checklist kind of situation, um, which is, has a lot of stuff on it because people don't realize how many steps it takes to actually launch your show. So there's a lot going on in there. Um, yeah. And that's the podcast launch toolkit. (laughs) <laughs> and Jenny, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, so you can find me. I hang out mostly on Instagram. My handle is at Jenny.Sunnison. So it's J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N. Um, and then my website, if you are interested in launching a podcast or like looking into monthly management, you can find me at SavvyPodcastAgency.com. And if you upgrade to the VIP um, and if you were on affiliate with Jenny, all of that is tracked in our VIP offer. So if you upgrade to VIP, you also get um, within your portal her mini course. So if you haven't attended the live and you're watching catching the replay, and you're catching this on the podcast, get upgrade to VIP <laughs> and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindabendable.com. Sign up for the blog cure, which is an awesome 
awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level and join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.